Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the fourth episode of my podcast and a happy new year. I'm recording this episode on January 8th of 2022. And this theme of today's episode is the new year. So setting intentions for the new year, what new year's resolutions mean, why people fail them, how we can think about them differently. And then also just some like history behind the Chinese new year. I love the Chinese New Year, it's not a part of my culture directly, but it is one that I appreciate. I just think it's a beautiful way of thinking about the New Year as well, so that's why I just wanted to talk about it. So I'm just going to get right into it. So this year, I have written out different intentions that I have for myself for the year of 2022 and also different resolutions. So I just want to talk about, I guess, the difference between setting an intention and making a new year's resolution so i have both the merriam-webster dictionary definitions of both words and then also my own so for intentions merriam-webster says an intention is the thing you plan to do or achieve an aim or purpose and a resolution is to resolve something a promise to do something differently in the new year that's specific to new year's obviously And for my own definitions, I think setting an intention is kind of just like setting the tone. And then a resolution is a positive, achievable goal, or at least that's how I'm thinking about it. So um, I just want to talk a little bit about this and how that has kind of changed how I think about the New Year personally. I know like on TikTok, right before New Year's, like the week before, everyone's like trending like, oh, me planning my my rebrand for next year and like doing vision boards and I love vision boards I've made them before and I really do believe in the power behind them but at the same time I think it's hard for some people to like see these videos and see people talking about like a personal rebrand and think that they need one themselves when like they might not need a rebrand. Actually, I really don't think like anyone needs a rebrand of themselves. I always say this on this podcast, but you are unique and you are meant to be the way that you are. Now, do I think that you can set intentions for yourself on what you want to, you know, kind of aim for to build a better life for yourself, but should never be something that you're like rebranding yourself because of what you see on social media or uh, what your friends are doing. Like, I think a real big thing during this pandemic has been, like, seeing what people do throughout the day. Like, oh, they do so many errands throughout the day. They clean their room every day. Everything's so spick spec clean. They make three meals a day for themselves. They all look like gourmet chef meals. And that's the rebrand that I want to do. And then on top of that, they go to the gym two to three hours a day. And I have to be like that. And that's what my rebrand needs to be. And I think that that can become very toxic to the mind and just for your well-being because then it becomes stressful. I think this is something that should not be stressful. It's something that you should just do for yourself. Um, I'm going to share mine today because this is my personal podcast, but it's not something you even have to share with the world. And um, I know I was reading different articles and Forbes, a Forbes article said that 80% of people fail their new year's resolutions and like obviously I think we know that it's a high number because 
I mean, I've set many New Year's resolutions and literally forgot about them by like February or told myself I'm going to go to the gym every day and don't even go the first day, you know, or like there's other people that go for like the first month and then they don't go back again. And so we know that people fail their New Year's resolutions. So I kind of want to talk about why people fail them. And also, I guess, like how you can alter your thinking on setting resolutions for this year. Also, I understand that this is January 8th, a whole week after the new year, but I think that's a part of my message today is that it shouldn't be so closely tied to the first of the year and the first of everything. Just go with the flow and go with what your mind wants you to do. If you want to decorate, this is so random, but I'm thinking about it because I'm looking here at these um, framed artworks that framed artwork what am I saying um framed artwork that I have sitting on the ground that I want up on my walls and my lease is ending this April and I'm like oh well I still want (laughs) to decorate but that's kind of what I mean like if you want to decorate your apartment in the last couple months of your lease do it if you want to create a goal for yourself in the middle of the year and that's your new year's resolution so be it if you're doing it this week so be it if you did it on the new year that's just you do your own thing So I think that people fail their New Year's resolutions because they set goals that are not very achievable or also like don't really make sense to themselves. So kind of what I've already touched on, like if you work every day, like let's just say you work like six days a week and you tell yourself you want to go to the gym every single day of the week. Maybe that's not going to be so feasible for you. I mean, these people that you see on social media especially content creators, that is their job. Their job is to make content for us to digest. And so maybe they can go to the gym for two to three hours a day every day. But for someone who's working long hours at a job, that is not as feasible. So you know what I mean? Like you just need to think about what makes sense to you and also make baby steps to achieve your longer term goals. And so that's personally why I think people fail their New Year's resolutions. I think that people get scared of the long-term idea and so they never want to like do it because it sounds like too much at the time does that make sense like people get scared of the loftiness of the goals when you could just set smaller goals and then year by year see the progress um so with that being said I want to go over my intentions for the year and the resolutions that I have created for myself and why I chose them. Okay so my intentions for the year I wrote down setting intentions my goal is to got is for it to be a guide for who I want to be. So bettering myself and like the internal aspects of myself and my personality and what other people see in me. So I guess what I exude to others and also an important aspect of who I want to be for me. So I have three intentions for this year. One is to be kind. And this is what I mean by it can be so simple. I think that um, kindness, like people are like, oh, you know, that's too, too simple and you should always be kind, but I honestly find myself in such a pattern of negative thinking and gossiping and things like that, 
And I just want to carry out this year of being kind and doing things that I don't think are going to hurt people and just really thinking about my actions and how that can affect myself and others before I do them. And just taking a big deep breath when I get upset about something and just carrying out a feeling of kindness in everything that I do. And that's just one of my intentions for this year. My second intention is to forgive easily and ask for forgiveness. I think this kind of goes hand in hand with uh, number one of being kind and just being understanding of others and also asking for the same in return and being reasonable about that and just developing this sense of like an easygoing nature, um, a realistic easygoing nature. I just find it very important that I'm capable of forgiving others and that's a part of being kind. And my third intention for 2022 is to live a grateful life. I've talked about this in my last episode of just living a life full of gratitude. I'm still doing my daily uh, gratitude list of things that I'm thankful for throughout the day. I can read to you what I had yesterday as another example. So I wrote... Handled a busy schedule at work, so I'm just thankful that I was able to get through that. Um, Coffee. (laughs) Coming home to a fresh bed. Where's my fresh bed? There it is. (laughs) Um, Living in a secure place. Financial freedom. Kind and loving patience. So not patience, like having patience, but patience in our medical office and the ability to write. Um. And with that being said, I want to keep working on these gratitude lists every day, but I also want to have compassion and forgiveness for myself if I do not get to it every day, if I'm not able to journal every day, because that's a part of being realistic and setting intentions and having New Year's resolutions. And so that's really what I want to emphasize with you all today is the importance of being realistic and having compassion for yourself when you can't maybe meet the goals every single day that you had um, planned. I remember there was one year, I think it was, I guess that must have been 2020, sorry, it must have been 2020. I got this app and it was like a habit tracker and oh my goodness. I mean, I loved it at first, but I set like 20 different daily habits. It was like a certain amount of water I had to have every day. There was um, reading a chapter a day, reading something to make me smarter every day. So like learning something new every day, um, praying twice a day, reading my Bible, um, talking with friends, like literally like every little thing that you can imagine was on there. Oh, I also, I remember I was trying not to drink at that point in time too. So I said no alcohol. I also had no coffee because I was on a health kick. Um, and then I also had no sugar. And so every time, like, let's just say I had a glass of wine, I'd get so pissed off that I couldn't like make the color on my screen purple or whatever it was. Like, you know, these apps where like you click it and then like you see all the colors, they're all filled up. And I was so freaking mad. And I remember I made my own habit tracker one of these years too with one of my friends and like she's much more diligent than I am so like good for her but it just was not for me and it stressed me out so much um 
I actually got an ad for one on TikTok the other day and I downloaded it and then I was like, Lauren, what the hell are you doing? I was like, you know damn well that this did not go well last time. So why are you downloading it again? Um, And so with that story, I just wanted to emphasize again that you can do your resolutions for the new year in any way that you want to. Try not to like watch a YouTube video and be like, oh, that's exactly what I have to do because they did it. Even with me like talking to you right now, please don't think that you have to do everything the way that I did. But anyways, let me get into my New Year's resolutions. I have four of them here. Uh, So my first one is to eat better for my health. I actually was at the doctor not too long ago. I've been trying to get some health issues diagnosed for the past two years. Like I said, in 2020, I was on a huge health kick. Because of it, I keep getting low blood sugar. And so one of my issues is eating carbs and eating sugar. I'll have like a roller coaster of blood sugars from there. And I've been getting some really dangerous blood sugars. And so I kind of got quote unquote messy with taking care of myself in terms of eating. And so I don't want to tell myself oh, you need to go on a diet. But I want to eat better and buy better groceries, stop eating out so much, stop eating processed foods because they are harming my body. I'm literally sick. I'm sick every day. I get dizzy. I get pale. I get lightheaded. I get cold sweats. I'm functioning at work, but barely, like truly surviving. And that is not how I want to live anymore. And so that is why it's my resolution. It's not to lose weight. It's not to look better. It's not because someone told me to on YouTube or social media. It's because I know that that's what I need right now. And my doctor has recommended that to me. And so again, I feel like I just said that and that sounded like super harsh and like condescending to anyone who is doing it to like lose weight or or for like more material reasons like if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I just want to share with people who maybe don't think that way. Since I feel like dieting and exercising is one of the most like common New Year's resolutions and maybe not for the most like best reasons, I feel like it's usually like very hard, like people being very harsh on themselves and I just want to be careful saying this because my second resolution is to implement exercise, but it's again for my medical condition and doctors have recommended it it to me. Um, But um, basically what I want to say is I feel like there's been like a promotion of eating disorders and, and disorders on how people view themselves because of social media and because of like all this pressure to be super thin model skinny and or or now like also like have the perfect slim waist and the huge butt like you need to have this certain physique and it's so so toxic I mean even me scrolling myself I try to remind myself like Lauren like don't don't think that you have to do all these things to look just like this person, but it's so hard when it's in your face every day. It's so difficult to not compare yourself and then tell yourself, well, I need to do all that so I can look this way. So that way so-and-so can like me. So that way I can get famous. So that way um, more people will like my Instagram pictures. Like it's, it's such a toxic 
pandemic of comparison as well that is going on right now as social media just skyrockets. So anyways, <laughs> don't mind my little tangents. Um, my, as I said, my second resolution is to implement exercise. And I want to talk a little bit about how I think I'm going to go about this. I haven't started yet. I just talked to my doctor on January 6th, so two days ago. Um, but I think what I want to do is I really, really don't like exercising. I'm being straight up honest with you. I used to be a competitive dancer, and that was my like source of exercise. And without having classes that you have to go to every day, I feel like... I have no willpower to go to the gym. I don't have a gym membership. I don't want to do anything in my room. So I'm trying to think about how I'm going to go about this. So I'm going to talk about it right here, right now. I think I want to literally tell myself. I think I talked about this in one of my first um, episodes of the podcast. My therapist was like, what if you told yourself you're going to do some sort of working out, some sort of exercise for one minute a day? And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, what? Why would I only work out for one minute a day? And she's like, no, I'm serious. Tell your mind that you're going to work out for one minute a day and then see what happens. So I I think that's how I'm going to go about it. And I honestly think I just want to start off um, slowly. So whether that be like watching like a yoga video on YouTube in the mornings before I go to work or just like going on walks on my lunch period. I do have a job that is very much on my feet all the time but I need to implement more exercise my doctor told me I need to like focus on muscle mass um so I don't know how to do that yet without a gym so if anyone has any tips for someone that hates working out please let me know but that's just my goal for right now so anyways I've talked for like five minutes just on those two resolutions my third new year's resolution is to read more and expand my knowledge i have had this new year's resolution for years but i truly mean it this time and i i want to not have like a um i don't want to have a certain amount that i want to read every day i feel like that's what i was doing before like oh you have to read a chapter every day you have to read 10 pages a day like 75 hard like that challenge and now i just kind of want to read whatever i want to read i even i'm literally reading like three different books right now and i keep telling myself like lauren why don't you finish one first but my mind doesn't want to do that so i'm just doing what i want to do and what i feel comfortable doing and for now it's reading at bedtime before i fall asleep it's still reading. It's still doing something. Just like I said before, like you tell your mind to do something for one minute and then see what happens. Sometimes I read more. Sometimes I read less. So, so be it. Um, and then within this, I think expand my knowledge. I talked about how I truly do think that reading is something that can expand your knowledge, whether it be um, a self-help book or a nonfiction book. I just think that it helps you read words and understand words more than like text messages and and reading something on Twitter. I just think reading is very important and I wish I was doing it more, so that's why I want to do it. And also on this podcast, Learning with Lauren, uh, I want to expand my knowledge and talk to you all about different topics that I find interesting uh, within medicine, within life, and all of that. And then my last, but certainly not least, my fourth New Year's resolution is to advance my career. 
I'm not really sure which step that means right now, but I don't have to know that right now. But all I want to know is that I do want to advance my career and I want to make steps towards moving to the next step in my career. And I think that is going to be more schooling, but I don't know. Maybe I have a little surprise. I have no idea. Okay, so those were my intentions that I set for the year and my New Year's resolutions for 2022. And now I just kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about something that I find very interesting and lean into more of the education aspect of my podcast, Learning with Lauren, learning about different cultures and just educating ourselves on what other people do to celebrate the New Year. So with that being said... I do want to talk a little bit about the Chinese New Year. The Chinese New Year this year, also known as the Lunar New Year, lands on February 1st, 2022. And, oh gosh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a 16-day celebration. It might be 15, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, And this dates back to, well, the Chinese zodiac element to the Chinese New Year dates back to the Xin Dynasty, so over 2,000 years ago, and astrological findings can go back as far as over 4,000 years ago with the Shang Dynasty, and this year is the year of the tiger. I'm sure that many people have heard of, like, oh, the year of the rabbit, the year of the ox, the year of the tiger, and this year is the year of the tiger. It is actually the year of the water tiger. And I'll link down below where I read about the Chinese New Year for 2022, just so I can cite my sources there. Um, and so the tiger is competitive. It also symbolizes courage, ambition, and the tiger is known to be generous with a drive to help others. And so I was reading about how um, the tiger is very competitive And I forget which animals were in certain orders. I'm sorry, I didn't take notes on everything. Um, But it said that the animals ran a race and the tiger was like, obviously, I'm going to be first. I'm the fastest. I'm the tiger. I'm competitive. You know, that type of nature. And the tiger ended up being third behind the rabbit and the ox, if I think that that's correct. And so um, that was just a symbolization of the competitive nature of the tiger, but Um, I was reading that the tiger is also known, like I said, to be very generous and driven to help others and focus on justice. So I think that that is very interesting going into this year. Um, Sounds like a year for courage, for bravery, which is actually very interesting. I'm going to talk about this at the end of the episode. But last year, my theme for the year was courage. So I guess I was a little off within the Chinese New Year realm. Um, last year was my birth year though for the Chinese New Year is the year of the ox. I was born in 1997. So last year was that, um, this year, if you're within my generation, 1998 babies are year of the tiger. So go celebrate. Um, but also within the articles that I was reading, it's a year for risk taking, a year for adventure, a year for finding enthusiasm for yourself and others. And that part made me so excited for the year. Just the idea of having enthusiasm for ourselves and others. And I love that. I think that that speaks honestly to the meaning that we should have behind setting intentions and having a New Year's resolution and that we should be enthusiastic 
for being able to wake up every day and have this gratitude that we can then share with others. So having enthusiasms for how we can better ourselves and how that can translate to how we treat others. At least that's how I interpreted it. You can interpret it in any way you want to, and I think that that's the amazing nature of it. So I really encourage you to go read about the Chinese New Year as well and kind of maybe uh, implement that in how you think about how you want to live out the New Year. And so it is the year of the water tiger specifically, and the water tiger is known to be extremely driven, very good within familial relationships and interpersonal relationships. And so it's a year of switching careers, building teams, and focusing on creative projects that you might have abandoned. Um, So I think that was interesting. One of the articles I read ended with, life is short, so why not be happy? And honestly, amen to that, because life is very short. Every day, live it as if it's your last. Um, And why why not be happy? It's actually very interesting. Um, So I'm going to release this episode that I recorded actually on New Year's Day, on January 1st. Unfortunately, my grandpa passed away on January 1st, and um, I did record an episode that day about grief, and I just wanted to record all the different emotions I was feeling, and I was so sad and angry, I mean, all last week as we knew that it was happening, but um, I still felt so grateful for all the memories that I had with him, and Um, the last memories that I shared with him and just really trying to surround myself in this feeling of happiness. But what I'm getting to, aside from that, please go listen to that episode once it's released. Um, On Monday, I came to work an hour late. I was not doing well. I wasn't feeling well. I still hadn't really survived my feelings from the weekend. I was working all weekend. It was just a lot. And, uh, I was covering for someone at work, and so I'm sitting in her desk, and the people around me, they're awesome. Um, My coworkers created this vision board, and they were in the middle of creating this vision board on different quotes, and one of them says, like, well, this was a new one that someone added the other day, and I love it. I honestly, like, honestly, we make jokes about it, like, whenever someone's in a bad mood, we're like, go look at the board, (laughs) but I honestly love it. Like, some of them, I'm like, damn, like, that really hits you to the core, but also it's, like, a way to make, I think, our work environment more fun and exciting, and I love that, Um, but this life is short, why not be happy reminds me of this one that's, like, it takes so much energy to worry, So why not put that energy into being positive and you have positive energy, right? Um, And I definitely did not get the words exactly right, but that's the nature of what the quote is saying. And I'm like, that's kind of like this, like, why not try to live a happy life if you can? And obviously there's days that you're not going to be happy. I was not happy last week. I was not happy this weekend. There's days that I'm not happy when I get home from work, but I want to try and live a life where I'm exuding this positive energy. Um, And I think this sort of sense of like enthusiasm for ourselves and others plays into that in 
just being enthusiastic for who you are, being enthusiastic for who you can be, and being enthusiastic about who you have been in the past as well. So not not being too hard on yourself is how I'm kind of uh, understanding that. Not being too hard on yourself and also just being understanding of where others are in their lives and try to remain happy and try to remain positive and try not to uh, take your day out or take your life out on other people. You know, I feel like I'm going into very random tangents in this podcast episode, but I hope that it makes sense. So anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about, uh, regarding the Chinese new year. I think that it's very interesting and I, love celebrating the Chinese New Year. I feel like when I was in elementary school, I had different teachers that would celebrate it with us, and that was really awesome. So I hope that I get to celebrate again this year. Um, So February 1st, remember, January 31st is Chinese New Year's Eve. So just think about that. So I just wanted to end today's podcast episode with a word that I want to symbolize this year a word that I want my year to represent and I want to kind of reflect on the past two years what I've done so I've started doing this in 2020 I don't know why I think it was when I was in like a huge journaling habit tracker like I said phase and so I was like let's think of a word of the year and what I want to live by and so 2020 the word was health um like I said, I was sick, I was struggling with my mental health, emotional health, every aspect of health I was struggling, and I just wanted to focus on that for the year. And I do think I did. I think I've learned how to maybe cater differently to that now and not be so harsh on myself, but I definitely do think I I met that. Um, 2021, my word was courage. Like I said earlier, I mean, the tiger is courageous, so I guess I was off by a year. But for me, it was a really big deal last year. I was overcoming agoraphobia. I was switching jobs. I had no idea what I had gotten myself into in life, quite honestly. I'm still, I was still recovering from all the turmoil that 2020 brought. And um, courage was just what I needed to get through 2021 and I'm happy to say that I ended 2021 in a whole different mindset than when I started it. I was so depressed. I was more anxious than I've ever been in my entire life during 2020 and 2021. Well, the beginning of 2021. And now I had like this fear of driving and a fear of public spaces and I was never like seeing anyone. And now I can happily say I drive to work every day, have like a 20 to 30 minute commute. I drive home, which is 30 minutes away. I've driven with other people like up to two hours away. And it sounds small maybe to others, but that was a symbol of me being brave and courageous and I'm really really proud of myself and happy to say that I was able to um, live my life by that word in 2021 and so I thought about what I wanted to be my word for 2022 I actually came up with two and that is peace and tranquility Um, so I'm still not sure exactly obviously how I'm going to live in peace and tranquility but I guess I want to be kinder to myself. I want to be kinder to others. I want to live a more peaceful life that is not full of worry. 
I'm a worry, worry, worry (laughs) woman. Um, And I don't want to live like that anymore. I'm tired of living in this constant fear. So while I have achieved um, getting over my fear of driving or this agoraphobia that I have, I now need to tackle the larger fears that I have. So like not just the material fears of a physical thing, but getting over the fears that I have in life in general. So I want to be more at peace. I am on my 47th day of sobriety as I'm recording this right now. And I think that um, my sober journey is going to have a big element in how I feel this peace and tranquility. I mean, when I was binge drinking last year, so different days that I was binge drinking, I was just living a life that I'm very regretful of. Um, And so I want to be able to forgive myself for how I was living life, but also now live in peace that when you're sober, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about making mistakes. You don't have to worry um, about hurting others while you're drunk. You don't have to to worry about that because you're sober. I mean, you can still hurt people while being sober, um, but that's why I want to be kind. (laughs) I feel like this is... um, I'm getting a little carried away, but uh, tranquility, I want to, like I said, um, eat better, I want to exercise, and I just kind of want to be at a place where I'm comfortable with being alone and doing activities alone and, and having some tranquil nights. I Now that I'm not drinking as well, <laughs> um, my nights look a whole lot different. I put a candle on, I read in bed, I watch TV, I call my friends, um, and it feels very tranquil. I write my gratitude list, and these are all good habits that I want to be creating, but also not just a habit, but something that I just want to live by, something that I innately want to do as I wind down throughout the day, but I want to uh, feel more tranquil. So... With all that being said, I hope that you found today's podcast episode interesting. Please stay tuned for another episode coming up soon. I think I'm going to be releasing more episodes more often, so more often than once a week, and then we'll see what type of schedule I want to do. But please let me know on Instagram at Learning with Lauren Podcast what your New Year's resolutions are. Do you believe in New Year's resolution? Do you celebrate the Chinese New Year? What did you do for New Year's this year? And all of that. So have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Learning with Lauren Podcast again, and I'll see you next time. Bye.